0: Welcome to Breathing Room with Anne, a podcast that offers mini soul renovations to serve parents' head and heart space. This is season two, the audio version of my beginner meditation program built for busy parents, Couch to Cushion. This episode is week four of the program, the last week. It's all about inviting intention. By now, you've developed a consistent meditation practice you've become more aware of your body and mind. Now we get to the fun part. We are going to invite some intention into this experience. We now get to choose our own narrative to better serve our energy and life experience. Buckle up. I'm super excited to share with you the last week of instruction for this program. Let's do a little check in before we talk about intentions. How's it been going? Have you reached your meditation goals? If not, that's okay. What got in your way? Is it something that's happening internally or is it something external that you want to shift in your schedule or your environment to better serve this goal? If you met your goals, what has kept you on track. Let's do a check in on your comfort level with meditation on a scale from one to 10 with ten is high, what is your current comfort level with meditation? Now think back, what was that number just a few weeks ago? Has it changed if it hasn't, or if it's gone down, that's totally understandable as well. We're playing with new concepts here. What was your biggest learning from your thought awareness meditation practice? All right, let's dive in. This, if you can't tell, is one of my favorite parts of meditation. Your foundation is strong. You have a meditation practice. Ask yourself, how has this powerful connection to your body and mind served you over the past few weeks? especially around your role as parent. Has anything changed? Once we become aware of the thoughts in our head, it's easier to identify how those thoughts create our feelings and then drive our actions. When navigating challenges, most of us start at the outer level. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. I'm not good enough. But after spending a few weeks in our own heads, we can start to realize how this negative bias that we talked about and unconscious response really fuel our actions. And that creates a lot of our reality. I like to think of meditation as gardening, where we really get to the root. Instead of manicuring the top of the garden, we get to pick out our thoughts, which really change the parenting game and how we approach life. So this is why I love getting into intentions because that's what the mantra practice is all about. We get to choose a new thought and we center that present moment awareness around that thought. And that's where we start to rebuild some of the default negative messages in our headspace. Let's dive in a little bit more. Building a new narrative. So all of us have a self-critical part of our brain that reminds us of past failures. And it also predicts some catastrophes that we anticipate in the future. This isn't to blame our brain. Our brain wants to keep us safe. So it totally makes sense that it's going to really benchmark some of those experiences and continuously bring it up. But if we have an unchecked mind, it really doesn't serve our well-being especially as parents going through nonstop transitions and having a lot of souls depend upon us. So last week we started to build thought awareness. So we are starting to go, ah, that's the thought that's in my head. Now we're going to dive a little bit deeper into some of those limiting thoughts and build out a practice where we can develop new thoughts to better support our life experience and the life we want. I want you to think of one challenging situation you're navigating in your role as parent, or maybe it's something else in your life. If you're like me, you probably have five to 10 different ones. So take a deep breath and just think of one, the first one that really comes to mind. That's a challenging situation for you. I'm going to guide you through four steps and I'm going to have some intentional pauses. If you have some paper nearby, you can also journal it. And again, all of these prompts are in the ebook that you can find in the show notes as well. So the first one is noticing. You're sitting with that situation. What thoughts are coming up about the situation? What thoughts about yourself are coming up when you think about this situation? What thoughts about others are coming up? So you can start to potentially see a web of thoughts This is the game changer question. How are these thoughts serving you? Or how are they not serving you? Knowing the brain, the negative bias, the fact that negative stimulus activates the brain way more than positive, If this is a challenging situation, more than likely, you have a lot of potentially negative thoughts that are surrounding that situation, either about yourself, about other people, about things that can't change about the situation. And ask yourself, what does that do to my headspace when I'm entering that situation and I'm armed with all of these thoughts that just really aren't serving me? So next step is naming it. A lot of times we think our thoughts are us, but really thoughts are separate from who we are in our center. So when we separate ourselves from these thoughts, they're a little easier to release. This may be a little out there for some of you. So just ride along with me and and see if it resonates. Awesome. If it doesn't, you can toss it out. But if you could make a life form out of these unsupportive thoughts, What would it look like? And does it have a name? I'll give you an example, and then we'll go back to thinking about it. I have a lot of judgmental self-talk. And I imagine this judgmental self-talk as an obnoxious parakeet. We had one growing up that would just talk nonstop. Not that I have anything against parakeets, it's just that was my experience. And I've named it perfect bird. When an unhelpful thought enters my mind, I take a breath and remind myself, ah, that was perfect bird. So you can see where it makes it easier to recognize and release the thought. That's really what this tool is, about separating it from ourselves and naming it. So if that doesn't resonate with you, you can also continue to use the phrases that we've learned about chasing cars um, or closing the app, but sit with it. Maybe this resonates with you. If you could create a life form and name some of these unsupportive thoughts, does anything come up for you? And see if it would help you while you're sitting in meditation, or even when you're in the moment, having a quick way to identify, that is not me, That are that's the other thoughts that are coming into my headspace that I've identified in my situation, it's perfect bird. Step three is where we get into the fun parts, dream it. Now you're back in that situation and imagine the best outcome humanly possible for that situation. What thought would be the most supportive to get you closer to that desired outcome? So you see, this is where we are identifying the power of our thoughts we're not going to Pollyanna it. This doesn't mean that we deny our feelings. Our feelings are legitimate and understandable. This is us really getting into a headspace that would serve us best, that would serve the situation best to get closer to where you want to go. Step four is build it. Next, play with crafting a mantra, a phrase, of a few words that can help remap your mind. Short and easy is best. And I like to think of it like trying on a new outfit or new shoes. You can try on a few phrases until you feel the one that is most supportive. Here are some examples. I'm a loving mother. May I feel peace this is a season. I am enough. I am worthy. Now we're going to try it out. This is a step-by-step mantra meditation practice. If you are in a space where you cannot focus or you don't want to be distracted, definitely pause this episode and come back to it when you're ready. If you're in a good place to do so, first select a mantra you wanna work with. So again, you can pause or you can play with it. If you're struggling with what to play with, a lot of times using I am enough is a really powerful mantra. Find a comfortable upright position where you're alert, but relaxed. Melt your arms, let go of your legs and release your belly. Connecting with your breath. Use a slow inhale and exhale as your anchor. This is where we connect with our mantra. You can either say it out loud or simply in your mind as you breathe in and out. I'll use the I am enough mantra. So on my inhale, I imagine I am enough. And my exhale, I am enough. welcoming that intention into my body. Thoughts will come in. That is normal. It's okay. To know that you're getting lost in thought. That awareness of getting lost is the win, is the weightlifting of the mind. When you become aware, come back to your mantra. I am enough. I am enough. After a few moments, you may decide to expand your mantra. So for this example, on my inhale, it can be, I am enough. And on my exhale, you are enough. And I could either imagine my child, my partner, or someone I may be having that challenging moment with. Taking an inhale, I am enough, and on my exhale, you are enough. Slowly returning back to our room, we can wiggle our fingers and our toes, and let our breath and mind do whatever they want, just noticing how you feel before shifting back to your day. Before we get into our last week together, let's talk a little bit about reprogramming self-talk. I work with parents and they are incredibly hard on themselves. It is amazing to see my client's inner dialogue transform and that not only changes how they experience life but it also impacts their children and how their children experience the world it's been said that what we say to our children becomes their self-talk when we begin with ourselves this is a phenomenal way to spark change in our family also bonus this takes zero action from our children unlike the nightly fights to brush their teeth properly, or going to bed on time. So you taking a few minutes a day to be present in your body, to breathe and to invite in a new set of thoughts, reprogram your own self-talk will not only support you, but it will support everyone in your life and family. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are enjoying this resource, please rate, review, and share this with your community. Most of all, I hope this serves you on your parenting journey. If you're interested in more one-on-one support, you can schedule a free coaching consultation with me at onflowyogicom backslash coaching. This week, we have three different guided meditations for you. Starting at two and a half minutes, the next one at five minutes, and the last one, 10 minutes. You can decide what serves you. There's no bonus points for going longer if it doesn't serve you and your goals. I'm excited for you to enjoy your last week of this program and definitely my favorite. Chat soon.